Quinn. And I'm Alex. And we're a, a couple, couple of, of characters. characters. We discuss topics related to creating characters for role-playing games. And today we're going to talk about... A pacifist character or a peaceful character. All right. And then do you want to just kind of say what you mean by that? Yeah. So I, I was thinking there are three options that we could do. And the options are either a true pacifist where the character does not do violence and they won't witness violence without doing something about it. The second option would be they don't do violence themselves, but they are more willing to like be in a fight and just bolster allies. And then the third option would be if you want to play a melee type character, where you just knock people unconscious, but you don't ever kill anyone. Yeah, and one of our friends, he actually played a one of the third types in a campaign where he was a monk, way of the open hand, and he would just always knock people unconscious and then tie them up. Yep, left a lot of unconscious bad guys tied up in uh, dungeons and other weird places <laughs> yes exactly what i was thinking we could do is um let's just pick a random class and race and then we can make a background that fits and then we'll go from there sounds good so we're gonna roll a character yeah we're actually gonna roll dice this time Mm-hmm. it's exciting stuff so first i'm gonna roll a d12 to find out what our class is going to be a one so we got a barbarian excellent <laughs> this will this will be a good one okay i'm also going to say we are just using the player's handbook or the php for these roles maybe in the future we'll get more wild and open it up to more books but yes for this episode we're just doing php all right so we've got a barbarian now to roll a race yeah, so we're just going to roll a d10, and 1 through 9 is whatever the race is, and on a 10, we'll re-roll. We got a 6, so that is a gnome. All right, we got a gnome barbarian. All right, and then let me just roll a sub-race real quick. So I'm just do d6. We got a 5, which is odd, so we've got a forest gnome. All right. And then, do you want to roll some... We'll do the ability score suggestion in the book where you roll 4d6 and take the top three numbers added up. And we'll do that in order from strength to charisma. So, strength. We've got 6, 6, and 4. Oh, excellent. You love to see that. Yes, you do definitely like that when you are a barbarian. Dex. Not super great. We've got a seven. Con, we've got a 14. Also pretty good. Mm-hmm. Next, intelligence. We got a 16. Oh, smart. Very smart barbarian. Yes. They know that they're a pacifist and they are smart about it. Yes. Wisdom is 17. Wow. Very well-rounded. <laughs> and charisma. Nine. So they're not great at talking or 
being very dexterous, but they yes. can think and they can fight. For sure. Let's see what racial bonuses we get. Alright, gnomes get a plus two bonus to intelligence. So What's our intelligence up to? 18. Oh, wow. And then a forest gnome, your dex increases by one. So, oh, hey, nice, we're up to eight. We're up to eight. <laughs> and we know the minor illusion can trip. Great. And we can speak with small beasts. Alright. So, I do want to mention we are going to choose the archetype of the Storm Herald as our subclass once we you get to level 3 um, which is out of Xanthar's Guide so I lied earlier when I said we're going to only use PHP but I meant for rolling yeah that's that's just for our basic character details alright so let's figure out a story for this gnome barbarian that wants to be peaceful yes so, it's a tough one. All right, so I'm going to go a little bit inspired by this movie that I saw. Okay. Hacksaw Ridge. All right. Where the guy, the main character, don't remember his name, played by Andrew Garfield. We'll call him Andy. All right, sounds good. <laughs> Andy. Our boy Andy, he is... A rough and tumble kid he's kind of gets into a lot of scrapes and lots of fights and stuff and one time he's fighting with his brother when he's a kid and he like hits his brother in the head with a brick I think and almost kills his brother and then from that day forward he's like I'm against violence so he goes into the he gets drafted into the army I think okay and then the, that famous gnome army that I know forest gnomes are always, you know, being recruited for. Well, when you're this beefy, maybe <laughs> you're a pretty special gnome. Yes. Um, and he. I'm blanking. Give me just. I a think second. his brother is in trouble. No, 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 no. So he's he's in the army, and he is a conscientious objector. Okay. So that just means he, he'll he be there. He'll be in the army, but he will not fight. He refuses to actually do any fighting. So I think he's like a field medic. And then the whole point of like going through is all of the guys in his... Whatever, whatever we call his group of guys. Platoon? Uh, it could be a platoon. I don't know. Troop? Yeah, troop. Sure, whatever. <laughs> and they're um, all getting injured... And he, he runs down, and it's reminiscent of also Forrest Gump, where you just see him, like, running all his, his okay. guys back. Gotcha. So, all right. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know about this, the latter part where it gets more into, like, you know, the draft and stuff, but I like this idea of him wrestling around with a sibling and knocking them on the head and then saying, you know, I don't want to kill anyone. I, th I feel like he does have to kill the, the siblings, though, or she. Are we going to do a man or woman for our gnome? Oh, I don't or, know. Or, you know, trans. What do you think? We could roll a die. We could, as they identify as male or female. Well, we could do, you know, gender neutral. Non-binary? So yeah, non-binary. That's the word. Okay. We got a one. Okay, so that was boy, I guess 
because we'll just go alphabetical. Sure. Boy, girl, non-binary. All right. Yeah. So we got a boy, and he. I think he's. You know, he's wrestling around with his sibling or whatever, and he's a barbarian. So maybe he accidentally goes into a rage, and then ends up killing this sibling. Sounds sad, but like a decent backstory. Okay. And so now, why has he decided to go and adventure? So he, I, I'm guessing this happened. He's kind of young. Okay, let's say maybe he was part of the, I guess, let's, let's flesh out what was his society. Was he okay. with, like, a bunch of hunter-gatherers? Were they in a city, like, were they in one spot? I don't know. I I think we can choose. I I always picture gnomes in a little society, like a little the ho- that their houses are like in the bases of trees, you know. Okay. In the forest, so I would think a society. Okay. So they probably have some sort of guard, somebody to be looking out and make sure that no one's trying to come in and attack them. Yeah. So maybe that was his goal. He wanted to work and do that. Okay. It was, And this goal is before he kills his sibling? Yes. All right. And yeah. then now he's play playing maybe, around with his sibling. Maybe they both wanted to be in yeah. this. And they were just doing some some sparring. Yeah, you know, some training sparring. For maybe some sort of like a physical test or whatever. Right. To and. Get in. The sibling gets a good hit on Andy, and then now, I don't know if we're going with Andy, but I'm I'm just going to go with Andy. All right, Andy. <laughs> so the sibling gets a good hit on Andy, and he goes into a, his first rage. Okay. And then, in his first rage, Andy accidentally kills his brother. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so now I have this idea of, okay, this makes him decide I don't want to kill anyone else. This is the worst because, you know, everyone is someone's brother or son or sister or daughter. Right. So now he's decided I'm not going to kill. Yes, and he does, I mean, he probably feels super bad about doing this. Does he run away at this point? I'm so my thought was either he runs away that we could do or my thought was the their village gets attacked later on so he the, in that scenario he would stay. Okay, so yeah, obviously he can either run away or he can stay on and maybe work in the protecting still but just won't kill anybody. Right, yeah, maybe, you know, then we could go with potentially the folk hero background where the village gets attacked and then he um, ends up saving the people or fights off whatever attacks them and then decides, you know what, there's nothing left for me. Maybe his the rest of his family gets killed in the attack and he's like, I need to go and find something new. I'm not loving that one. All right. I okay. want to go with the... He runs away. He runs away. Okay, so he kills sibling and then runs away. Yes. And he's going through the forest and he's actually probably pretty decent at surviving. 
I mean, he's super smart, <laughs> super wise. wise. You rolled really high for those stats. He's really strong. So maybe, yeah, so he's running through the forest. Maybe he just becomes an outlander for a bit. Kind okay. of scavenging. Or a hermit. Yeah. All right, but what is the inciting incident that makes him go adventure? Okay. Also, what are... All right, okay, so he vows to never do violence again. Yes. So... He runs away and he becomes like a gatherer, scavenger kind of person. He won't hunt meat or anything. Mm-hmm. And then... Living off the land. Yeah, but also won't go back to his home. Yes. Yeah. he feels that he does not deserve it. Sure. So, one day, he hears some cries for help or something. He hears somebody being attacked. Oh, yes. He's hanging out in his cave or his tree stump, yes. whatever. Yes, and he hears screams whatever mm-hmm. and somebody's being attacked by an owl bear or a bear or whatever some okay. sort of large creature mm-hmm. and he goes and he incapacitates this this creature yes yep. this creature and saves this person mm-hmm. and then that person is very grateful says we can't we're not going to kill this this beast like it was just trying to survive we'll go on and Andy helps whoever this person is. They're like, I got separated from my group. And then gets pulled into whatever adventuring group. Okay, yeah. I, yeah, I was going to say that this person that gets attacked by the owlbear or whatever should be maybe another party member. Yeah. And their backstory is, you know, they, they left home to try to make it on their own and then... They met this friend on their adventures where they got attacked by an owlbear and end up getting saved by Andy. So now they're they convince Andy like, "Hey, come along. You know, I can we can help more people." Yes. Because I feel like Andy wants to help people. Yes. And then he'll also kind of feel that like, "Oh, I'm redeeming myself, and it's okay for me to hit people and to just to save my friends." Just to incapacitate, not in a de- like a super debilitating way, just enough that we can get away. Right. Yeah, because I, I, he's definitely not killing anyone. Probably doesn't even want to kill animals, right? Like you said. Yeah. So he's just knocking people unconscious and is... I feel like this character will try with his... Well, he has bad charisma. He but with his charisma. intelligence and wisdom, he'll try to convince the group, like, hey, we don't need to hurt, like, to kill. We can hurt, and then... Right. It know. could be an ongoing struggle because he is low of charisma. Right. So he's not very good at telling, or, like, you know, kind of convincing people that this is the, the right way. So I think it's actually kind of a good thing that the charisma is low because then it's... You're trying to convince your party members, but if they don't want to be playing peaceful characters, then they don't have to. Right. All right. So I feel I feel like we've we've done a pretty good job with with Andy. Okay. Good, yeah. Good to wrap him up. Yeah. So let's just talk about. Um, so I have actually made for each class. I did a little um, kind of like su- the suggestions we would give for playing a peaceful character. What archetype you would pick. Right, and, and we'll we'll have a link that has like a PDF listing all of this stuff yeah, in more so. detail. So if you are interested in maybe making your own pacifist character, you can use some of that information to guide 
what you do or you know just go off and do whatever you want yeah we also have a list of spells that i felt like and quim will contribute to where i felt like they were um usable by someone that was peaceful yeah all right but i i do want to talk about a little bit more about andy and just talk about storm herald and why i picked the storm herald for a barbarian sounds like a plan Okay, so I picked the Storm Herald from Xanthor's Guide. And what does that kind of mean? So the Storm Herald is a barbarian that essentially that rage is fueled by a type of terrain. So tundra, desert, or I believe it's sea is the third one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one that does the thunder. Or lightning damage, I mean. Yeah. So we... I chose um, the Tundra for the archetype that we want to do. And that's because the Tundra is giving you basically um, ways to either boost your allies with temp HP or to try to incapacitate enemies without actually doing damage to them with this uh, storm aura. Oh, okay. So maybe in order to kind of make that make sense with the story, when he ran away, he ended up in some mountains. Yeah, yeah, or like, you know, some sort of tundra, that would, yeah, that would definitely work. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so yeah, cause maybe he flees north or south, depending on... Wherever the mountains are. Yeah. He ends up in the mountains, <laughs> is the moral of the story. Yeah, and then, you know, it's like, um, it's like in, uh, on Hoth in the Star Wars movies, so like, basically living in a cave like that, where like, you know, Luke fights the Yeti thing. Yeah, the but, Wampa. But Andy is the Wampa in this story. <laughs> okay, he's he's the he's the, the one beast that, in the cave. Yeah, he lives in the cave, and then like you know, he sees someone out in the storm. And instead of trying to eat him like the Wampa does, he saves them from whatever Wampa is actually chasing this. <laughs> yes, person. yes. Yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I like it. Yeah. So that uh, that's Andy. So. Um, I would say one thing about this character is if you want to do something like Andy where you're willing to fight and knock people unconscious, you don't really have to check with the group ahead of time. But if you're going to be one of these characters that's a true pacifist that is going to try to stop fights, then you're probably going to maybe sometimes do calm emotions on your allies and the enemies. And, you know, you just want to make sure ahead of time that the DM and the other players are okay with this type of character. Because you don't want it to be that your fun is taking away from other people's fun. Right, yeah. And, you know, again, it's... um, You could also try, you know, we just laid out each class a decent archetype for making a pacifist. You could try to play... Uh, convince the whole group that we just want to be pacifists and not ever fight and maybe you can convince your dm yeah and there are as you can see a lot of options that work very well for this yeah when i was looking through the spell list i was like oh yeah you know there'll be a couple every level and then i was going through and i was like holy cow there's a lot of spells that you can use without doing any damage or um, you know, basically helping you get away from a fight or stop a fight. Right. Because, you know, whole person is great. You can paralyze someone. And in, in a fight, it's an autocrit if they get hit when they're paralyzed. But if you're pacifist, you might say, okay, paralyze them. We have up to a minute to run. <laughs> Let's get yeah. out of here. 
Yep. So. Or maybe yep. paralyze them and get your friend to knock them on the head. Yeah, so knock them out. they go unconscious. Mm-hmm. And then you run away. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that we should mention, which we probably should have said at the top, but just keep in mind when you're doing a... Uh, if you want to knock someone unconscious, you have to be using a melee weapon. So you can't knock them unconscious with magic, and you can't knock them unconscious with a ranged weapon. So if you want to knock someone unconscious, you got to be within five feet, or I mean, if you have within melee range. Yeah, because I mean, you could have a glaive. Yeah. So you got to be within melee range, and then you gotta tell your GM, "I'm just knocking them unconscious." Yes. All right, but I think that's that should do it for this episode. Yeah, I think I think, I think that's really it. And I like I like the way Andy turned out, and you know we made him a wampa wannabe. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> I'm so, pretty happy with that. Yeah. So if you guys um, try out any pacifist characters, or if you have played one in the past and want to let us know about it, you can contact us. Yeah, how can they contact us, Gwen? Well, you can find more information about our show at a couple of com. Have ideas or feedback or need help creating your next character? Email us at a couple of characterspod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ACOC Podcast. We'd like to thank John Began for composing our theme music. If you like what we're doing, please rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, we got a five star review from Alarond and those reviews like that will really help us out, help us reach more listeners. So thanks, Alron, for the review, and hopefully we get more in the future. Yes, and another way to support us is by becoming a Patreon donor. And thank you to Brianna Francis and Andrew Kimball for being our first two patrons. We really appreciate your support. Yes, we got to chase that paper any way that we can. So thanks, Andrew and Brianna, for giving us some. And uh, you can reach me on Twitter at AlexNWinterland. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at NotADoctorQuinn. Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you for listening. Keep on rolling. Okay, you done with it? I'm done with it. Okay.